Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host this morning. And today we have a special guest, John Stevenson. John is the founder and owner of John Stevenson Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Good morning, John. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, great to have you. And I'm going to just kick it off by letting our audience know that you guys were just recently honored as our large business of the year at our CBAT Awards luncheon. So congratulations for that. Thank you very much. It's very cool. Some of us who were in that process of uh, getting to know your company as we were uh, working on the CBAT Awards got to know some of the backstory, but not everybody on this podcast knows. So I'd love to go back to the beginning. And if I remember correctly, it was 1990 and it started with you and a truck. It was me and a truck. In fact, I was licensed in 1990, but about four years prior to that, uh, I worked for contractors doing plumbing. I can remember talking to my wife saying, I think I want to start my own business. And she just looked at me and she said, why? Yeah. And I said, because it's the look on your face when I come, come home and I say, I just got laid off mm. due to lack of work. And I said, I never want to see that look again of, great, what are we going to do now? Yeah. So. So that was the motivation to start your own company. Yeah. But starting your own company is also inherently a little bit scary, right? Now it's all on you to find the customers. Um, and uh, so how did you manage that way back in the beginning? Uh, those were nightmare days. Yeah. I went nine years without a vacation. Wow. Um, all I did was, uh, probably you could get in a couple hours work a day. And then I was the guy that put, uh, stuff on your windshield at grocery stores, the door hangers. That's yep. all I did. Yeah. My kids still complain about, you know, get in the car. <laughs> we're going to hit another neighborhood. And, uh, <laughs> and when you're young, you don't know anything about business. So you would try things and they would fail. Sure. And, uh, yeah, that those were long, hard hard days. Yeah. But perseverance and you kept going. The uh, relentless pursuit of putting your name out there obviously paid off at some point because it started in 1990 with you and a truck. But now how many employees do you have? As of today, 115 employees. And wow. I think we have close to 70 vehicles on the road. 70 vehicles on the road. That yeah, we is have amazing. two locations. We have Orange County and Carlsbad. Yeah, that's wonderful. 70 vehicles, 115 employees, starting off with you and your kids putting door hangers on <laughs> people's doors and, and windshields, et cetera. Yeah, it was a 1972 Ford pickup and me. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So... It was very interesting um, getting to know you during the CBAT award process and, and listening to you, you know, share about your vision and about your company. And one of the things that I really was inspired by is you talked about how your goal was never to create jobs for people. 
it was to create inspired careers. Talk about that and your vision there. Well, we hire for a lifetime. Mm. We don't just give jobs. So when somebody comes to work for us, and I don't care if they're a journeyman or they've never even looked at a tape measure, we plan out their next four years. Nice. Uh, training, leadership, because leadership is as important as the technical training to us. So when you teach leadership, then there becomes accountability. People are more serious about their trade, um, how they conduct themselves, things like that. So you can give jobs. When you give jobs, what you do is you're like a farmer. You have guys during planting and during harvesting, but in the middle, you don't have anybody. Mm. So, and that's why I started my company. Mm. And I didn't want anybody that works for me to see the look on their wife's face when they came home and said, I get laid off. So that's why we do, we guarantee hours. And we went to a four day work week. Mm. That was another thing that we did. The first thing that we did when I started this transition, it was about 10 years ago is I started paying my plumbers for holidays, which okay. nobody ever did. Okay. And I got calls from other companies going, what are you doing? What do you, how, now, when you have on call on these holidays, how are you paying them? And I said, overtime? <laughs> you know, I said, the people in the office get paid holidays. Yeah. So why don't the, the revenue producers get paid? And that's how it started. And then I always wanted to do a four-day work week. And that took me years to develop. Yeah. Because you can't do max capacity in yeah. a four-day work week. You lose 20%. Mm. So that means you have to have 20% more people. That means you have to have 20% more trucks. So that increases the overhead. And you can't be at max capacity. But I said, okay, but let's look at the flip side. What about the quality of life? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to have a job, why would you have a job that sucks? You know, I, I, I look at business owners and, and I go, why not? Yeah. Why not create something that is pleasurable, that people really enjoy going to work, not have to go to work. Yeah. Because once we went to the four day work week, we very rarely have people call out sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they just. They, they got a built-in three-day weekend every weekend, right? Right. And then, of course, with occasional holidays, maybe a little more. So the four-day work week, so it's four tens. That's correct. So, but I'm assuming you guys answer calls. Uh, I mean, it seems like that's, you guys are always on call probably. So you, you have some people staggered. So some are like a Monday through Thursday and others are like a Wednesday through Saturday. I don't know. How does it work? We do uh, Monday through Friday and then we have a crew on Saturday. Okay. And that's typically for overflow works or some kind of emergency calls. That's how we do it. That was the, the old model was as you went to work for a guy and okay, one week you're on call. So, okay, oh. so he puts in an eight-hour day, and he might do a four-hour call at night, and then you expect him to show up the next day. Ah, oh, I see. You know, so we just had to juggle it and say, hey, listen, some of these calls in the middle of the night, let's give them to a small company, let them grow, because that's kind of what you have to do, the dues you have to pay to get big. Yeah. So that's, that's what we do. We so have a lot of 
uh, plumbing companies that are in my plumbing association that would say, hey, just try them because I know they're, they're a good company. That's interesting. Got it. You had another phrase that I think fits into this part of the discussion right now. Um, you, you said you guys put employees before profit. Oh, yeah. And so, and I think that's kind of built into what you're talking about, but uh, talk about that. Everybody that starts a, a business is looking for that secret sauce. Yeah. That thing that'll propel them into what they consider as success. But it really boils down to your secret sauce is your people. It's their ability to translate your ideas to the customer. You know, what's important, you know, how to treat them. Yeah. So that's the secret sauce. That's why I went to a four-day work week. That's why we do all the things that we do. Yeah. We have to put the employees absolutely number one, and then everything else will fall into place. And it And it's been phenomenally successful. We've got like a 92% retention rate. I was going to ask, what's your retention rate? Yeah. 92% retention rate, 97% satisfaction rating on our survey. And you mentioned earlier that when you started implementing some of these things, like uh, holiday pay for your frontline guys, other companies were calling you out, like, what are you doing? So did did you have this situation where folks who were already in the industry started to want to come over to you and switch companies? and We have a lot of that, um, but we don't recruit for employees anymore. We have a waiting list. Wow. And it was a month ago, I was in Alaska for a convention for my plumbing association. Yeah. And we sat at service roundtable. And I've been a member of this association for 25 years, past president of the state. And the topic came up, labor. And they're going, you know, I hire these guys, I spend all this money training them for two years, and then they leave. Right. And I just finally went, you know, for 25 years, I've heard the same complaints, but you guys haven't changed anything. Mm. And employees don't leave the company, they leave you. Because the key to, to keeping an employee is listening to them. Mm-hmm. You, you have to have that dialogue. A brand new apprentice might have worked at, say, a Burger King, but there might have been something that he did at Burger King that worked really well that will translate into the plumbing, heating, and air business. Sure. And I want to hear that. So the way that we have structured the company, cascading messages go up and down. Um, we have a leads meeting every uh, Thursday. And that's every vertical lead, every foreman, every supervisor is in this meeting. And we talk, first we review uh, the topic we did last week and the recommendations to solve it. Did it work or didn't it? And if it did, we move on to the next thing. So every week we get closer and closer to a perfect company. Mm. And every Friday we have a parking lot huddle where all the employees are out there and we cascade the messages from the leads meeting or things that are important or whatever. And then we open it up into discussion. So it's, it's that people need to be heard. And if you give them that uh, platform to do that, you'll retain that employee. And uh, giving them a platform to be heard, treating them well, you know, giving them that little extra 
stuff, like you said, uh, like even just holiday pay and the four-day work week that definitely works with the flow of most people's lives better, I would say. Yeah, you're, you're not going to have those same uh, issues with people leaving after two years. Right. That's great. We're going to take a brief pause. We're talking to John Stevenson, the founder and owner of John Stevenson Plumbing, Heating, and Air. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of their great services and other uh, amazing things that they have going on in their company. Stay with us. We'll be right back. So, John, we've been talking about your kind of your philosophy uh, about leadership and, and how you structure your company and and the great effect that's had on your team and your growth. Let's take one step back and tell us about all the different services you guys provide, because you're not just a plumbing company. That's correct. Uh, we do plumbing, we do drain service, drain lining, heating and air conditioning and ventilation. And when you started, I'm assuming the way I've listened to you, it was mostly just plumbing, but just plumbing. now you got the HVAC in there and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, and then I'm, I'm making an assumption here, but I would rather just have you tell me residential as well as commercial. Uh, 99% residential. Okay. Uh, but we have customers that have commercial buildings and we'll absolutely take care of them. But we, we really wanted to stay in our niche because yeah, sure. the service that we provide in a commercial atmosphere, you really can't appreciate that. Got it. So mostly residential. Yes. Okay. And so, of course, it's calls for service, but do you also get involved like uh, if somebody's remodeling and needs you guys to come in and do something here? No. No, it's all service-based. It's all service-based. All right. And I'm assuming by an amazing track record of your growth from 1990 to now that it's a lot of referral-based stuff that your clients are referring you and, and that's where a lot of your business comes from. It's really funny how, I don't know how many customers call up and they go, well, I know Connie and I know John. And and some of them even remember me coming out and doing the work. Yeah, back so, in the day. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you think back of some of the customers that you just had this great relationship with. You always really enjoyed, you know, seeing their kids grow up and stuff like that. It was, that was really cool. I, I miss being in a truck. Yeah. I really do. I'm a, a more. I really enjoy working with my hands, and I really enjoy people. And so it was like the perfect thing for me. Uh, when I started out, I was in the beer business because my father uh, was in the beer business, and I enjoyed the people. But I never got to work with my hands and create that stuff, mm. and so it wasn't in my sweet spot. So yeah. I, I chose the plumbing. That was like there. you were like a dis distribution type of thing or yeah my father back in the 60s was the miller distributor in yep, town and sure. and then uh, continued on with his career so when i was young and married i thought that may be the direction sure. i want to go did it for about three years and i just went no nah, it's for you. not for me yeah so i saw something interesting on your website that i would love for you to share a little bit about it's called charlie's care club what's that that started off uh, it was a friend of my wife's, Connie's, and she was really a successful gal. And she goes, John, I don't know anything about plumbing, but I don't want my house to break down. So I want you to come to my house twice a year, check everything and whatever needs to be fixed, fix it so I don't have to worry. Yeah. And that was probably in 91, 92. So we started that and 
all the guys that worked for me went, that'll never work. That'll yeah. never work. And I said, well, if one customer has asked for it, there's probably other customers that would go, that sounds like a great idea. So what we do is if you sign up for our Charlie's Care Club, we come out four times a year. So we make sure that prior to the, the heating season, your mm -hmm. furnace is working good prior to air conditioning, that your system's all up to specs and it's gonna make it through the season. Uh, we check your drains to make sure that there isn't a problem with any root intrusion that's going to cause you problems. And then plumbing, you know, we make sure that uh, there's not something that could cause a flood. But I think the best thing about the Charlie Care Club is we can take the customer around and educate them as we walk through the house. Mm -hmm. Here's potential problems like your hoses to your washing machine, your laundry machine. You know, those are popping all the time. So make sure you take care of that so off a big pipe. Uh, the emergency shutoffs on your, you know, your faucets, let's make sure those things work. God forbid something should happen. And then we show them where your uh, main shutoff is for your water and your gas. So we educate the customer. So if God forbid something should happen, then they're there and they can take action. You're empowered to be the first step to, to stop something. And then when you guys can come out and fix it. No, that's great. Um, and so uh, it started with one lady's request, and now is it has it grown? Has it got quite a few people in it? Yes, it, we have a lot of Charlie Care customers. It's it's a great investment. I think it costs like twelve dollars a month. Oh wow! Yeah, that's it. And so, and four times a year, you get a professional out there to diagnose and make sure everything's up to spec, so you don't have to worry about it. Oh, that's awesome. So you guys definitely have an affinity for um, dogs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Your your brand is synonymous with, why don't you, I, I am not a huge dog person, so I don't know what that cute dog is that's on your, everywhere, your website, your trucks. Uh -huh. uh, so tell us what kind of dog that is and how that whole started and, and what the deal is. Um, I don't have a dog. Okay. My oldest daughter is an animal trainer and she could tell you all about the dogs. Uh, we belonged to an association and we had the ability to hire that dog. That dog is an actual actor. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, so we did a couple of commercials and I think it's a border collie. I think that's right. Yeah. And, um, and everybody has loved it. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're really a, a high strung dog. So okay. I don't think I want one of those. <laughs> and with my daughter being an animal trainer, we had every kind of animal that there is. In fact, She's got a degree from, it's called Edom. So she, it's an exotic animal management and training. It was a two-year oh, wow. college in uh, Thousand Oaks, I think it was. And uh, yeah, so she did LA Zoo, San Diego Zoo, oh, wow. animal actors. She's done all that kind of stuff. So now she does just private training. Oh, that's great. But you guys do um, have an affinity for animals. Mm -hmm. um, you have a connection to the Rancho Coastal Humane Society. So tell, tell us about that a little bit. Well, that was my wife's idea. You know, my wife um, is really active in the business. In fact, we share an office oh, great. at the shop. Uh, our desk is connected. And she started that, and it has been a great relationship. Those people change lives, mm. drastically change lives, not just by adopting animals, but the programs that they have. It's just amazing. I, I, I'm just so proud that we were able to partner up with them because they're just amazing, just amazing. That's great. 
We were talking earlier about the culture that um, that you've intentionally created at your company. And uh, you told a great story when we were interviewing you for the CBAT Awards about uh, a Christmas party and actually one of the spouses of your employees talking to you about the impact that you've created in in their home. And I would love for you to share that story with everybody. I'm going to try not to cry this time. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't just one wife. Mm. It was probably four or five. Wow. And uh, we were having a Christmas party at Cafe Sevilla downtown. And I walked outside to just get some air. And these wives came up to, to me and said how their lives had drastically changed by their husband going to work for the company. And I couldn't understand that. And I said, well, what are you talking about? And she said, my husband doesn't come home cranky anymore. Mm -hmm. He doesn't come home complaining about his boss and he's got to find a new job. And the four-day work week means he gets an extra day home with the family. So the honeydews get done and, you know, mm -hmm. the, he can go to Little League games and, and, and all these things. And it was like, so what, what happened to me there is my life work has now been realized. Mm. I've been able to make that change. And it's the small little incremental changes that have drastic effects in the world. So if we have 115 employees, and let's say tomorrow the company shuts its doors, mm -hmm. I have 115 people that can take that gospel to their next job and go, why don't you do this? Yeah. Why can't you do that? Right. And that's what, if my legacy is anything, it's like if you treat people well and you listen to them, your life will blossom. No, that's wonderful. And I know that uh, these podcasts take on a little bit of life of their own. So you guys have offices in Orange County. You're mm -hmm. here in North San Diego County. We could have uh, people who are listening in in your service areas that this is the first time they've heard of you. So what's a great place for them to go, like maybe to your website and find out more information if they wanted to get in touch with you guys? That would probably be the best because that gives all the information of who we are, how long we've been here, what what's our priorities. I can tell you that we are a brotherhood of craftsmen at John Stevenson Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Uh, so you know you're always going to get a quality individual at your house. We do background checks and drug tests. So um, and the and the website is www.johnstevensonplumbing.com. That's correct. And it's Stevenson with a V as in Victor. Yeah. Johnstevensonplumbing.com. So that'd be a great starting point if they mm -hmm. wanted to get in touch with you guys and have you come out and take care of any of their needs or. I'm going to talk to my wife about the Charlie Care Club. I love that, you know, that preventative, you know, approach because uh, looking at stuff ahead of time versus, oh, man, our air conditioner had a <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. But, you know, yeah, you you get it. You've, you've dealt with all those um, things once they become a problem. That's and a I think the beauty of it is, is you can go, listen, you've got a $10,000 problem here and we'll just come up with a number. Yeah. Why don't we do... 2,000 of it this month, 2,000 of it next month, and and stretch out that, that, that pain. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so 
you're not when you're watching a football game. It's like, hey, honey, are you ever going to take care of that disposal? Yeah. It's like, you know, no, John's coming next week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come down and share with us today. Um, we're we're blessed to have your company here in our Carlsbad family of businesses. So um, thank you so much. Well, the one last thing, we got Small Business of the Year here in Carlsbad in 2007. Ah. That was my biggest award ever. And, and now, now we have Big Business of the Year. So it's there like, go. I wish I was 30 again. <laughs> no? <laughs> Look at that, 2007 to 2023. And you've yeah. gone from small to large business of the year. That's so great. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad people, purpose, and impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.